All right, hello and welcome to another episode of Douglasville Impact, our community podcast. I'm Jason Post, and we have a fun show ahead of us today. We've got some great guests. Uh, uh, so we're going to jump right in. Joining us, um, if I can figure out where everybody's at again, uh, joining us to my this way is, <laughs> I believe, is Mr. Aaron Sarowitz. Hey. Um, joining us in uh, that corner down there, again, somewhere, is uh, Ms. Kelly Hunter. And our special Hi. guest today, joining us, I think, in the bottom square down here, is uh, Miss Elena Hudson is going to talk a little bit about what everyone's favorite uh, local restaurant is doing uh, during this special time. So, uh, you guys all doing good? Thanks for joining us. Thanks, thanks for being on the show. Everybody having a good week? Doing great. Doing good. Yes, thanks so much for having me. Hey, that introduction almost felt like the Brady Bunch kind of thing. <laughs> it feels a little bit like that, doesn't it? I was getting those vibes too. <laughs> We, we thought about going with like a Hollywood Squares theme, you know. Uh, ah, that would have worked too. Yeah. Let's go with Aaron for the block, whichever way we decided he was. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and jump in and let Aaron tell us some of the, the, the newsy stuff that's been going on in and around the city and that community. What's happening, Aaron? Oh, so much. So many good things happening in Douglasville. Um, first, we'll just jump right in with the budget meeting public hearings that are going to happen. Um, so the first public hearing will take place tomorrow evening. Uh, that's May 14th at 5.30. Um, that is where our finance director, Karen Callen, will make her presentation of the proposed fiscal year 2021 budget, which sounds really weird to say, um, but we're there already. You should say um, three times fat. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll skip that for this one because I didn't practice that. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, that's actually um, going to be tomorrow. Um, so if anybody wants to tune into that, that will be live streamed on YouTube at mycitytv.com. That's M-Y-C-I-T-I-T-V.com. That'll be in the, in the show notes, I'm sure. So uh, don't worry about remembering that. Yeah. And then and we'll have the, the second budget document on the website as well. If anybody that's wants right. to just... Maybe he's curious and just wants to go and peruse a full budget document. <laughs> yeah, I was just it's looking there. at it this morning, so really fun reading. That's just what you like to do in your free time. That's it's right. available. <laughs> <laughs> if you've run out of things to do, sheltered in place. That's right. There you go. So that'll be on the finance page. There'll be a link to that. Um, and then we'll have the second um, uh, budget public hearing on May 28th. Uh, so a couple of weeks, and that will be the one where mayor and council hopefully um, adopt uh, the, the fiscal year 2021 budget. Yep. So that's that. Um, next, the, we announced, I think this week, that the municipal court uh, will resume its proceedings. Um, that'll be on Wednesday, May 20th. So that's one week from today. Um, on our, You can find on our website all of the the guidelines, I think there's like 11 major guidelines that they're going to be following. Um, but I can give you a couple of the highlights here. Um, so it, only defendants will be allowed in the courtroom and they're going to be, you know, practicing strict social distancing. So everyone's going to have to, <clears throat> excuse me, um, you know, stay at least six feet apart. Um, and then they are allowing those who are 60 years and older, if they feel uncomfortable about going and if they have health problems and whatnot, um, they can contact the municipal court 
and um, get a court date, one court date uh, reschedule so they can push it back a little bit if they're uh, feeling a little nervous about that. And then um, since only one person will be allowed in a, at a time, um, for those who need an interpreter, um, also can call the municipal court um, and, and work that out with them. Um, so I'll just give the number uh, for the municipal court um, for those who want to call, and this will be in the show notes as well. So um, you can call them at 678-293-1858, and uh, they'll, they'll work with you on that. So they're going to be really good about that. Um, and they also note that they are running on a strict schedule. Um, so if you are going to arrive early, arrive no earlier than 15 minutes uh, before your scheduled time. Um, for those who arrive late the first time, they'll be given um, a second or a new uh, date and time for their for their hearing. And if they show up late second time, they're going to be fined uh, additional $200 on top of whatever it is that they have to take care of. So make sure you're there on time and you'll be good. Um, so, and then everyone, finally, everyone will be required to wear a mask who enters the courtroom. So make sure that you come with a mask and they have like a little screening process before you'll enter the courtroom. So you can go through all that when you, when you get there. So again, if you need, if you have any questions or, or need further information, you can uh, visit uh, our website, douglasvillega.gov or call the municipal court at 678-293-1858. Again, those will be in the show notes. And then kind of some good news or better news, I should say, because that news that I just reported was is good news. Um, so <laughs> there have been two, uh, you know, major downtown projects that we've kind of undertaken. Uh, first is the old jail uh, demolition. Uh, we're about 75% complete with that demolition. Um, just a couple underground things that we need to remove, some uh, concrete and some, some, some fencing. And then uh, once that's all cleared, which should be relatively soon, they've been working um, pretty consistently on that uh, the past few months. But once all that's removed, then they'll uh, do another survey of the land so they can figure out how they're going to start constructing the amphitheater and the green space and all that good stuff. So oh, that's, they made some big nice. progress down there, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's one of, you know, it's a really exciting thing um, that's happening. So mm -hmm. yeah, and my, just based off what I've seen, it doesn't seem like the project has been delayed uh, at all due to this pandemic to my, like just what I've seen. So that's great. Right. Yeah. Yep. They've been working away. So that's, that's a, really nice awesome. The whole project down there. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, right I haven't even walked down there uh, <laughs> recently, so I got to go check that out and see see what's happening. Oh yeah, yeah you can, you can, now that all the last buildings time are done, you can really see how big that space is. Yeah, you know, we all the renovations. Like, they didn't put all that stuff in that that little area, but now that yeah, now it's like nine or ten acres, right? Now Eight, right? See. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's that's kind of crazy that there's that much land downtown available, but. I love that great, it's happening though. in my backyard too. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. definitely. <laughs> um, so then at the other end of downtown, we have another um, demolition project that's been happening since last summer, and that is the old mill. Uh, so they've been working on that quite a bit as well. Um, and I think there's only the basement level left of the old mill, which is kind of crazy that they had a basement to begin with. Yeah. But 
anyways, that, that's all that's left to, to pull out of the ground. So um, once they do that, they'll kind of level everything and it'll be ready for development. So um, that'll kind of coincide well with opening up of uh, the um, Highway 92 relocation and all that stuff, which has been, you know, making huge strides on their project uh, recently too, which is awesome. So I was just yeah. down there the other day and it was great. Do you know if uh, there's any master plans that we're, we're going to have for the old mill project, similar to how we did the town green? That I'm not sure. I think we're kind of looking at private redevelopment for that <laughs> space, okay. um, commercial development and stuff like that. But, you know, we're just kind of focused on getting it ready and then we'll kind of explore that once things start to get back to normal, I think, which who knows when that's going to be, but. Yeah, I think the main totally. project there was, was to clear it and make it safe and make it mm -hmm. a nice, viable spot. And then once that's done, it's a, it's a prime location for all kinds of things because it will be right there on uh, Veterans Memorial Highway and mm -hmm. the new 92. You're at a huge intersection, so it's a great location yeah. for all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, I think they're looking for uh, private investors to come in and do something really neat there. Awesome. Uh, we're just doing our part to kind of prep it, get it ready. Which yeah made a lot of progress on so yeah that's awesome um so a lot of big things coming up in the next couple of years uh so that's really great and then finally um on my drive in this morning i noticed that the duncan on fairburn road is open for business so looking for some coffee or some donuts it's open man so stop by america <laughs> runs on duncan that's, yeah that's I right do. <laughs> i do too so I didn't stop at that one, but I did stop at Duncan this morning and get some coffee. So hey, Duncan. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So those are some of the big news items that have been happening this couple weeks. Stay tuned. Excellent. Thanks. And and not that uh, budget hearings and, and court dates reopening isn't fun and exciting, happy stuff, but uh, I think Kelly's going to talk to us a little bit about some of the more fun and happy things going on in the community. Right, Kelly? That's right. What? You know, in a situation, yeah, in a situation like we're facing, it's good to always uh, highlight and focus on the positive, help everybody's awesome. attitudes and uh, coping skills through what we're, we're uh, working through. We had our very own Maya Jackson uh, hit the TV uh, shows on the Today Show yesterday. Uh, Maya Jackson is a graduate of Georgia State, so she's graduating, and her sister Madison from high school. Their mom, Tanya Jackson, they made the virtual wall and she got to uh, <laughs> congratulate her children, her two daughters and uh, express her, how proud she is of each of them. And that was exciting. You know, Aww. they got chosen out of the uh, panel of, um, I guess, submit, submitted, you know, people that, that joined that Zoom yeah. uh, virtual yes. wall. So that was exciting. The link yeah, to that will be in the show notes if you haven't seen it. And of course, always on our the city social media site, you can catch that as well. <laughs> Elena Myers Taylor, she's uh, made the news. There was a story and a clip uh, released for her, featured in the Washington Post. She is a top U.S. bobsledder here, local from the Douglasville area. Several medals, I think a gold and a silver in there. And she will be contending for the, her fourth Olympics coming up. And she's doing that. This article focuses on the fact that she's a new mother 
and working through the restrictions kind of imposed upon when you're working in a pandemic. She's doing an excellent job. Her son's two and a half months old, Nico, and doing a great job. Boy, I I watch her on social media. I follow her. So seeing how she's taking him to her workouts and he's watching mom do her thing. So that's, Some that's of the cool. she doing before she actually had him. Did you see any of those? She was like, she was doing oh, yeah. squats and presses and stuff. Yes. Not like, <laughs> much pregnant. She's like, good. She's she's just generally impressive. Every time we've kind of met her and, and done things with her, she's an impressive person in general. <laughs> mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. She is, and um, she's just shown us all along how you stay with your dream, how you pursue it, no matter what the obstacles. Because she had some injuries in there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, along yeah. in her career so she's just really press persevered pressed through i know she has a great support with her husband he's also on uh bob's a bobsled yeah. team and so that's exciting that's local yeah that's awesome <laughs> hey listen the douglas county chamber is offering their dining card program it's a great way <laughs> to support our local businesses and show our love on the front line healthcare workers all of the details um it's, it's a card that you purchase. Let's see here what my uh, details tell me. They're available for $20. The special features offers 10 local chamber member restaurants. 100% of the proceeds go toward the Douglas Strong Fund Relief. Douglas County uh, Dining Card is a value up to $80, and it's valid from June 1 through December 31st of 2020. And let me tell you some of the goodies on this card. We've got a couple of people that are offering free appetizers. Uh, Blue Rose Bistro right there in downtown Douglasville. Burke's Grill out on Chapel Hill Road. There's a little bit of um, maybe definitions to each of the um, restaurant's offerings, but basically a free appetizer at Carabo's Italian Grill out on um, Chapel Hill Road as well. Gabe's downtown is offering a free appetizer. Our special guest, Hudson's Hickory House, they offer a free appetizer. Texas Roadhouse out on Chapel Hill Road. The Other Side, which is in downtown uh, Villa Rica. And let's see, there's a couple of other things that are offered. Williamson Brothers Barbecue is offering a free pork or chicken sandwich with the purchase of a platter. Shane's Rib Shack is offering a buy one, get one half off pork plate. And then for dessert, make your way to the farmer's table on Highway 5 for a free slice of cake. Put some sweets on there. Oh. So that's great. Mm-hmm. That's happening here local. And, you know, it's great that we can support our local businesses. I know it's been a tough, tough season. And mm-hmm. we're not out of the stretch yet. So let's make our way to support our local businesses in the food industry, as well as, you know, when you're shopping, um, think about what can you do? I know a lot of businesses are making, um, well, they're being innovative in the way that they're servicing their customers. And so check out our local businesses first. And another thing to check out if you're a business, the Douglas County Chamber, man, they have got a lot of virtual support for the businesses going on during this time. And um, love to add to that, Kelly. I um, personally, I mean, I, I love the chamber. Uh, they do such a fabulous job. And I was just telling a, a friend of mine in the community who's also a business owner, just how 
amazing it's been to have the chamber support through this. You know, Sarah Ray, the CEO, she's just a call away. I've called her a few times now to ask her just various questions and they're all just so helpful. And, you know, even them having to completely change their model and approach mm-hmm. to how they service businesses. And I know that that's wasn't a change they were expecting to kind of have so quickly. So it's just been incredible. They've been such a support to my business at least. And I know they have to so many other businesses in the community. Yeah. They have. And, and I've been on a several of their different type. I think Tuesday through Friday, you can find something virtually online. I know right. We're after usually this, on there together. That's right. Right yeah. after this, I'm going to uh, jump in on the digital marketing uh, yep. training that's going on. So Great tool, great access. And if you're not a chamber member, you really want to be. So mm-hmm. reach out and, and make that connection. But there is a lot of good stuff happening, a lot of good things that are positive for our community. And it's been inspiring to see everybody join together, partner together, and support one another. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you, Kelly, for all the, the good, happy news. And speaking of uh, good things, uh, Ms. Elena Hudson, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what you guys do to make downtown Douglasville smell so heavenly on a daily basis. <laughs> so what all, what all are you guys, tell us a little bit about what, so Hudson's is, is clearly a, a staple. If you're in Douglasville, you know where Hudson's is, you know what it is, you go there often. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about what you guys have been dealing with through the whole uh, pandemic and uh, what kind of special things you guys have set up and how you are operating. And let's just talk a little bit about what you guys are doing. Yeah. Um, well, first, thanks so much for having me again. Uh, what have we not been doing? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> this entire situation has just been about, like, thinking on our feet and doing it so quick. Um, so, like, every single day has, like, brought about a new challenge. And it's been just, like, such a learning experience for uh, me personally, at least. Um, whether it's abruptly having to close our dining room in midday whenever they uh, made that announcement mm-hmm. or um, me having to file criteria unemployment for all of my staff members and just making sure they're taken care of um having to file for the business loans we filed for the uh, ppp the payroll protection loan through the sba uh creating new ways to serve our customers and reach them the constantly evolving like safety measures and precautions we have to take or you know even right now we're undergoing a nationwide meat shortage so i have no idea what will be thrown at me next What's next? <laughs> I know. You can but, make it through this. You can make it through pretty much anything. Yeah. That's Absolutely. Really how I feel. <laughs> uh, so thank you for that. Yeah. And, you know, not only that, I, you know, I'm finishing up my senior year at the University of West Georgia. I'm pursuing a bachelor's degree. I have a double major in a marketing and business management. And so my. this is like supposed to be just like, okay, I'm going to take a step back from work and, yeah. uh, focus on school but you know God's plan is always so much different than yours and (laughs) sure enough it was the exact opposite experience but nonetheless I promise it's been an educational experience in you know real world sense honestly um from implementing our curbside services I um am so thankful for that along with our takeout services and catering um because we can't open our dining room so that's been helpful in like sustaining us in the meantime for sure Yeah. yeah Yeah. I bet you could write a course to add to your uh, business management on uh, how to how to survive. If I could find some time, I would love to do that because I think I could probably at least start something or get an outline going. 
<laughs> but, uh, you know, and, and only in addition to that, you know, I serve as our chief operations officer, but also our chief marketing officer. And so for me, I feel like I've had to kind of completely take a step back as far as our social media is concerned and like rebranding in the sense, because now I'm not really, I'm, it was just a different type of marketing entirely, reminding customers that we're open, remind, you know, posting everyday consistency, letting them know constantly what measures we're taking. Um, I feel like I'm very transparent when it comes to all matters. I was very transparent about the meat shortage because Mm -hmm. it's affecting us very tremendously and it's out of our control that uh for example we ordered 20 cases of meat and mind you that's like hundreds of pounds i don't have an exact number on that and we only got four cases of it and so i mean for us that is like a big deal my father scott and i were just like oh no this is not good so we've been literally all over the place just trying to get our hands on any amount of supply that we can um, just to, you know, again, be able to have business. And so that's been another obstacle that we weren't even really expecting. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Wow. Like you said, I think it's something new every single day kind of crops up. And I think you're right. And the same thing we've been doing, you know, something new crops up every day and you mentioned transparency. We're just trying to get whatever, whatever happens. We're getting new information out and being as, as uh, open with everyone as possible so they know what's going on. That seems to be what the biggest the biggest thing with this whole pandemic and the fear and everything associated is the not knowing. Right. You know, I agree. So much we don't know. And along the way, we've, we've gone this whole time. There's just been so much that we just don't know that nobody was quite sure about. Uh, so as much as we can do to say, all right, here's all the information we have at the moment you know, and, and tell as many people as we can you know, what's going on so people know. Uh, I think people find security in at least having that knowledge, you know, in a, in a nice, just clear, pre- clearly presented way. So, yeah, letting people know what, what you're struggling with, I think people are really understanding right now as well. People know what's going on. They understand if you guys have a shortage, it's not, you know, they're not ranting and raving, you know, too much. They're, they understand that we're all in a special situation. Mm-hmm. It's just communicating and keeping those open channels with everyone and stuff. So yeah, you guys have been doing a great job. You're always, you, you can tell you guys are, you're always on your social media and putting stuff out there and stuff. So. Uh, Thank you. Uh, yeah. For sure. If I could, I've been impressed seeing how you've helped and jumped in to, with your part in supporting the community in a lot of different ways. Uh, the first Thank responders you. and give us a, give us a little bit of heads up on that. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, we've just always, we speaking for my father, Scott and my grandfather, Buford, um, we are just so thankful to have the community support we have. I mean, it's unlike anything I would have ever imagined. I mean, growing up, I always had it, but now that I'm older and can actually be so aware of how many people like love us and support us. And I've seen so many people like my whole life that come in three and four times a day that are three and four times a week. I don't even know them, but it's like they're related to me because I just like grew up with such that strong sense of community. And so for us, it's about giving back to that community and doing what we can. And for us, it's been doing that with local schools, um, hospitals, uh, local churches. We've extended our community service efforts to healthcare workers during this time, uh, specifically Wellstar Douglas, Tanner, Villarica, Tanner Carrollton, Emory, Atlanta. And I think there's a couple more I can't think of right now. Uh, in addition to that, we fed 911 operators, the fire department, of course, 
they always put our fires out. So we have to keep them fed. Um, and then, uh, you know, just any way that we can help if somebody calls and we can do what we can to help as long as we're able to, like, that's to us just the least we can do to give back to our community. That's great. Hey, I know I've been frequenting your locations since 1975 uh, in high school. I'd walk over for, after band practice from Douglas County High School, pick up a sweet tea, sometimes some fries and a sandwich. So, yeah, you've been around a, a while and made an Sorry. impact in a lot of lives. Skipping school for Hudson sweet tea. I always heard that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love the ice then and now. Mm -hmm. I actually have Sorry. a bag now if you want to come buy a bag. There really? you go. I have to do that. Yeah, you can't, uh, yeah, yeah, good ice is, is always a great thing. Yeah, you can't say too much about some good ice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. So, yeah, we definitely appreciate all that you guys are doing to support the community and, uh, you know, and, uh, and all that you're doing to, to make sure that you guys are still sustaining as well because you want Hudson's to continue to be around forever and ever. So that's we appreciate that. One <laughs> other thing I wanted to touch on with a uh, part of our sustainability is uh, some of the small business loans that are available. We, uh, we personally applied for the PPP. And again, this was really scary, honestly, for me applying for this huge business loan, uh, really and trying to educate myself on it in the process because it's completely new. And that, again, that's where the chamber came in and they were very helpful, uh, but it took quite a while and I was actually worried that we weren't gonna be able to get it. And then we ended up getting the second phase. And I just, I feel like that's one thing it might be a little bit more controversial, but it seems like kind of small businesses are tending to get the short end of the stick on the PPP. I don't know if you've kind of heard about some of the issues with that, with kind of the large corporations taking advantage. Um, I'm so, 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 so thankful that we were able to secure that in the second phase. I believe that there's a third round of it coming around uh, now, but yeah. that, that's just one thing that I want to point out. I know that some business, some small businesses weren't as lucky as we were to get that loan and secure it. And, you know, not even that, but I have some business owners that aren't know some business owners that aren't getting any revenue in at all. They have like, you know, daycare facilities or gyms that, and so it's mm -hmm. such a scary time for the business community. And that's definitely one huge struggle. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was, they, they tried so hard to get some of this stuff out so quickly that uh, there were some loopholes and different things and that does the first rounds and stuff that allowed for that. Hopefully they've, they've kind of addressed some of those in these, in the later rounds um definitely and uh and like i said we're slowly starting to open back up uh we've got the governor comes out every week with some new stuff uh, he talked yesterday so we have new guidelines that he kind of put out yesterday but when you when you actually read through his full executive order there's a lot of limitations you know i, I guess people are hearing open back up open back up You're all, you, you can open back up but when you go and you it's start reading all those easy. Yeah. There's a lot of guidelines and stipulations and limitations and stuff that, that are in there. So you, you mentioned gyms. Uh, you know, my, my wife works at a gym. The gym itself can open back up, uh, but she does the group fitness. Group fitness can't start back yet. That's yeah. one of the stipulations. So there's a lot of things like that that are in the little details of the executive orders. When you get down to restaurants, there's a lot of guidelines and a lot of stuff that mm -hmm. you have to do and um, to open up your dining room. You have to look at it and say, all right, here's all the the, the the 
the restrictions we have and can we open up with the limited space that we're allowed to have and limited number of people and still make it worth, you know, staffing it and things like that. So there's a lot of stuff exactly. that people aren't really thinking about. So there's a lot more to it than, uh, than you think. Uh, mm -hmm. We've got, we've got the full, every time he releases a new executive order, uh, Webmaster Chris puts it on a website so you can go and read the full thing if you really want to. Uh, we try to pull all the big bullet points out to let people know, but there's a lot of details in there that, uh, that, that we try to skim through and figure out so we can answer people's questions when they call in. So uh, with that, uh, you guys have a thought on, have you looked at the opening the dining room, what that looks like and what your long-term plans are? Do you have any kind of plans yet? Um, no solid plans as of right now. We're currently looking at June 1st, but again, I said that about May 1st and then obviously yeah. the situation didn't change as much as we were anticipating on it too. Yeah. So I hate to like quote a solid answer at this time. One of the biggest yeah. reasons, like, again, that you mentioned, like I, the city sent me uh, a little checklist for restaurants and I think it's like th over three pages long. And I haven't had a chance yeah. to read through it yet, but I was just like, wow, this is a lot. And it's not that we are not willing to do it, but as I mentioned previously, I mean, I seriously already have like a hundred things going on at once and to add all these other necessary things that are putting people's life at stake. I mean, that's a whole different ball game and it's not... Yeah not something we have a solid answer on yet. I mean, I definitely have been in contact with my employees who are not working um, because I gave any of my employees with like that are having young children or with elderly, like everyone was given the decision to work or to not work. I filed unemployment for everyone, even the partially um, employed again, just taking care of them the best I can, but I've been in contact with them. We're still getting unemployment and they're still taken care of in that sense. Um, it's definitely weird having a half staff though. Um, yeah. Having a, like half my building, all the lights are off and my, I'm sure my dad likes the lower power bill, but it's <laughs> definitely strange. Yeah. So that's definitely something people, because the restaurant industry in general has a, a thin, such a thin kind of profit margin in there any, anyway. Uh, so, I mean, when you go in and say uh, you have to cut half of your tables out of the restaurant, you know, you can serve half as many people, um, but, you know, does that still work in your business plan and the staff that you have to have and things like that? So there's a lot of things like that. You gotta, it's like really a whole nother, a whole nother position as well, just like for sanitation alone. I know that's what a lot of restaurants that are already opening back in Atlanta, I have a couple of friends and they've opened up just several sanitation positions and it's separate than a busser, separate than a dishwasher. Mm -hmm. And like, that's a whole nother payroll. So yeah. I, again, you, you need the help. So something we have to consider yeah. for sure. So I think everybody's going to take it, everything a little slow. Uh, I think I yeah. think you guys are like we can set those dates. All the dates that anybody is setting at this point are fluid dates, and they just kind of mm -hmm. float down the road as things change <laughs> mm -hmm. until we hit dry land and, and really in solid land and know that things have officially changed. Take every date you hear with a grain of salt. Um, exactly. <laughs> they may change. Uh, <clears throat> it's kind of the world we're living in now, and we're kind of getting used to it. I'm afraid. Um, and we're all just kind of floating down the road. Uh, so uh, I think, but I think you guys are the norm. I don't think a lot of the restaurants are opening their dining rooms up. Um, yeah. However, seeing other downtown businesses do the same, it seems like it tends to be more of a trend with like the corporate restaurants, but they probably don't have as much of the decision yeah. as far as individually, which I'd completely <laughs> understand. But 
and just making the community feel safe. When I put out that we were uh, going to continue being closed, I didn't have any customers say like, that's crazy. You know, everyone was like, thank you so much for doing that. We totally agree. So again, it's much easier making decisions that's best for your business when you have the community support behind you. Yeah. And that's so great. I think everyone's being very supportive and understanding at this point because they know the special situations we're in. Uh, so that's what this was great about Douglasville and Douglas County and our community in general. Everybody seems to be everybody's so supportive. You know, uh, we, we've said this almost every show. We've talked about some of these fundraiser things going on from the start. There were just people coming out of the woodwork saying, you know, how can we help? What can we do to help? What can we do to support? You know, and stuff like that. So that's mm-hmm. that's our community. We love it. That's, that's why we love this community. Everybody's just kind of so helpful and stuff and positive. So that that helps us helps us with our job as well. So I couldn't uh, agree more, Jason. And I want to applaud uh, you for, you know, accepting the challenge, so to speak, and the resilience of your of you, yourself, your your company, uh, your family, going ahead and staying the charge, staying the course, writing it out, being innovative, making changes, and you know that speaks a lot to our local community as well, too, with a lot of hard times happening for everyone. You're gonna so make we're me praying sad. for you. Yeah, we're praying for you and. Um, excited that you know you, you have you you're embracing the challenge and the opportunity and I'm just praying good things and favor for you thank you that that literally means so much I could not do it without the support of my mom and dad I can't tell you how many times I've called my mom on the phone like what do I do about this and what do I do about this and she's so helpful with helping me you know kind of sort out my thoughts and again with my dad he's been so d- supportive it's his restaurant of course I'm just helping my dad as much as I can I'm still finishing school but I've learned so much about this business and just getting to learn it from him is like a million times better. That's great. <laughs> well, that is awesome. So I, I think that's probably all of our time for the day, but I do appreciate you coming on and telling us uh, what you guys have been doing. And we appreciate that you are still down there serving away. Uh, if there's anything we can do to help, please let us know. Uh, so we, we're glad you're still around and, and, and we'll continue to be around. So thank, thank you. you. Uh, thanks, Aaron and Kelly, as well, for joining us today. And thank you for everyone to, who is watching today. Again, anything we talked about, you can find in our show notes, uh, any uh, links to anything we've made reference to. Uh, you can find a wealth of knowledge on our website, www.dev as well. Uh, if you have any questions, you know, when you get all our contact information there as well, feel free to reach out uh, about anything that's going on. Like I said, we got new information and new things coming in daily. If you got questions about any of them, feel free to reach out on, reach out on our social media on our, uh, on our website, uh, email us, call us. However, we'll, if we don't know the answers, we can refer to you to somebody that will, or at least guess with you. Because uh, uh, we're trying to figure it out as, along the way, just like everyone else. But um, we'll be happy to help however we possibly can. So just uh, let us know how we can help. Thanks again for joining us, for watching, for listening, and we'll see you next time on Douglas One Fact. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. Bye. Bye.